Hello and welcome to Squall and Lucy podcast. Or podcast. Podcast cuddle time. Yes. Because we are hanging out in and the same our chair. Name? Our name is... Uh, um, we are uh, Rosemary and Spiky. Spiky. That's yes. Right. Yes. We no longer have our actual names at all. We have like two aliases. Squall and Lucy, Rosemary and Spiky. Wait, that doesn't make sense. They did the opposite. Squall and Lucy, Spiky and Rosemary. There we go. Because you <laughs> have to put the boys first and the girls second. That's right. Yeah. And we right. have all our children down know. in the basement, we'll so they to. might come... Well, <laughs> no... No, I mean, not, like, I'm not trying to make any statements there. I'm just saying, like, I want to line up. It's just me being maybe OCD. I want to line up. Oh, you want symmetry? Symmetry. It's just about the symmetry. That is all. I can understand that. (laughs) But we have all the kids in the basement right now, and everybody's awake, and we just said, play in the basement, because we had not very much things to do today. Gymnastics was canceled for both sets of people who do gymnastics and it's kind of rainy outside so we don't want to be outside mm-hmm. it's cold it's like 45 like it's 45 degrees it's kind of chilly you want a coat if you I run mean, go I get could. a coat on yeah well i was just thinking because i feel like i need to take a shower and i like to run before i take a shower because it feels I like i maximize my yeah. stinkiness yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm this is a weird man we, we have oh see yeah well we have Probably atypical American showering habits, but you probably are more typically American because you you run like all the time, so you like shower like almost daily. Mm, I still don't run every day though. I run like every other day maybe. Because I like shower good. twice a week maybe, <laughs> which is really terrible. But not really. Like I think I probably have better skin. I would probably have really eczemafied skin if I um, showered every day. Yeah, actually, my skin gets really dry if I do it too much, too. I get itchy, though, if I don't shower. If I'm, like, I haven't showered in a while, I'm like, ooh, I'm itchy, which means I need to get all that skin off of me, mm-hmm. which is probably way too much information. Anyway. You have skin? I have skin, and it, like, needs now to everybody come knows. off. I know. I know. I'm, I don't just have a muscular system on the outside. I have skin. It's covered. It's the biggest organ of the human body. And now we have a baby coming up with a rug. Interesting. She she decided to get a nice rug you got there. Nice rug you got there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she took up the rug from the top of the stairs. <laughs> now she threw it. <laughs> she is a funny one. She shoplifted yesterday, and I like I thought I took off a bracelet. See, this is the thing. I took off a bracelet that she had on her. I didn't realize there were two on her. Like, I guess either she put them on or someone else put them on her or something. So somehow we left the store not paying for a bracelet. Luckily, we were still in the park, like in the general vicinity of the store. And it wasn't like a store that had... Well, I guess we would have caught it sooner if there was a store that had like the metal detectors or like price things or something. Yeah. Like it would have been quicker, um, but there wasn't. And so we were luckily in the same vicinity of the store and so... We were able to give it back, and she was staying. She said, thank you for your honesty and giving it back. So it was good. But Yay. it was kind of like, how does the two-year-old shoplift? Because she puts things on her hands. Or yeah, even was holding her most of the time. I know. Baby's first misdemeanor. She's like the only one who shop- has shoplifted, I feel like. I don't remember anybody else shop. Like, Ben gets people to give him things for free, but he doesn't shoplift. Like, he just gets things for no money. Because <laughs> that's how he works. So, this morning, still, 
wanted to eat popcorn sitting in my lap. So we were eating the last bits of popcorn, and she kept stuffing the seeds in my mouth, like the unpopped kernels. Oh, no. Yeah. They're probably chewy. Mm-hmm. Pretty hard. Huh. What's that? Did you make pillow, a... A pillow. A pillow. A pillow. You threw the pillow? Yeah. <laughs> now she stepped, she took apart the couch, and now it's... Jumping on all the pillows, and she threw. She's excited. She threw all the pillows. She is a delight in a craziness all in one. And since we were, I don't know. I mean, I, so like most people would be like very. I don't know. Like maybe I. Don't, I don't know if it's just because I normally am anxious about things. Actually, I feel like I've been way less anxious lately about things, which is good. Like, overall, I'm less anxious about... I mean, granted, I did have that weird heart thing this week. Like, I was pretty anxious about that because I just wanted to just stop, and it wouldn't stop. But my, be clear, it was her heart was beating fast. My, heart, her heart, stopped my heart was elevated, like, the rate of it was elevated for, like, 45 minutes. It was just beating really, really fast to me. And, like, though, when you checked it at one point, it was... Or at least the nurse checked it, it was, like, a, down to 100. I don't know if you added it, like, 120 or something. I don't know. Oh, she checked it at one point? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So probably... Something, were, I was just, I'm, I've been sick. And it I'm, was part perception, part <coughs> eatingness, like somewhere in between at different times probably, huh? Because like once it beats like that, until it like really slows down, you probably notice it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Well, she made a tower of the pillows and now she's standing on top of them. And then she just got off the tower. She tries dangerous stunts, this one. Not at all afraid. Which is, I mean, a characteristic of a younger child in, I think, a bigger family. Not that we're big. We're middle. We're a medium-sized family. <laughs> I would say we're medium-sized. But we were thinking of pros of having at least a fourth child. And we see that we get to have the adventure of a different person. And... And the person is more influenced by the older kids in interesting ways. Yeah. I mean, she picks up, like, their pop culture references and stuff She like does that. pick up the pop culture references that they, that the bigger kids know. So, like, she'll say things and you're just like, what? Like, she, what, you were so excited the day that she figured out how to say Sega. <laughs> yeah. And she, like, will want things like the Pokemon theme song to play. Like, she wanted that to play. Yeah. So she definitely has her her influence from her older siblings. But also, like, the older siblings love her differently. I mean, they get, you know, like, as all siblings do, they get annoyed by her, too. But they also look out for her. Not perfectly, because we're all not perfectly, but they do try. Whoa. And she has fun. She's just fun to Sorry, watch. Sorry, distracting she is distracting. She's just putting on a show right now. So she um maybe she'll be a performer. I don't know. She does like her songs. She really, really likes songs and she'll sing all day long. And she requests certain songs that you're just like, What? You like that song? And then any 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 jingle you sing, you have to sing it like five times because she wants <laughs> to figure it out. So very interesting. Hide and seek. You were you were very quiet there. 
<laughs> she thinks that when she just stops that she's playing hide and seek. She can't see your face. Can't see she's her hiding. face. She's hiding. <laughs> Which is really funny. Yeah. So anything exciting for you? Oh, I just keep thinking about this unopened chocolate bunny. And my oh, he wants me. to eat this chocolate bunny. So the, she, the two-year-old <laughs> got like three or four giant chocolate molded things. And we decided that that's probably more than she needs. So Keith is claiming one of them. Or I'm sorry. You gave it to me. I know, no, I should, I say the wrong name, though. I said that um, Spiky is Spiky. Claiming, claiming one of them. I'm sorry, I just gave away your, your uh, real persona. Whoops. Do we ever use our names on here? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, mean, I haven't really ever been conscious of, like, oh, don't use my name. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's fine, whatever. You don't really care. No. Okay, they have all the information on you anyway. Yes. We are not conspiracy theorists, so we're just being using different names to be silly. I actually was listening to an interesting podcast about conspiracy theories. Um, the it it was some researchers who were talking about how we've now transitioned from conspiracy theories, which are actually grounded in some logical thought that's maybe just directed in the wrong way. Like a conspiracy conspiracy theory has a theory behind it. It's trying to link things together and present a clarifying view of something right mm -hmm. um and their theory is that we have now descended into conspiracy without the theory which is where we just say that like i'm suspicious of this yes or so this is wrong because mm -hmm. i'm suspicious of this yeah or like like maybe this thing happened and you'd be like someone might say like well do you have any proof and then they'll say well do you have any proof it didn't happen or <laughs> um you know, somebody will say, hey, these, you know, um, I just can't think of like a good general example, but they'll say, you know, these, this thing is true and then it'll be exposed as false and they'll say, well, the idea is true enough. Yeah. Hmm. I'm afraid she's going to like fall off of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting her play. Oh, yeah, sister has a present for you. Go get sister's present. It's too bad to open because it couldn't fit all in that bag. Oh, that's very nice, though, that you made her a present. Yeah. Oh, I know, like, the whole, like, political, like, the idea of, like, political bias with, like, um, tech company, companies, like, that, you know, Facebook is supposedly suppressing certain voices or whatever. Like, someone will post some example and it won't be true at all when you go look it up. But then they'll say, well, the idea is true. They are suppressing, even if this example is not. I don't think, I think literally what I was listening, at least it makes more sense to me what Leo Laporte was saying because he's like pretty big into the tech world. And it, it more Facebook's problem is just that they don't have actually any, they just let people be crazy. Yeah, I more mean, so it's like not that they're suppressing voices; it's my, more so that they're just letting it free range all for everything, my, and this it because of that is chaos. Being a software developer and working with software developers, they would be pretty offended by the notion that they were trying to insert political bias into automated algorithms that are designed to you know these are the the things that make Google searches pop up in the order that they do, and you know your Facebook feed a certain way. It's all computers trying to figure out what you want to see. 
Yeah. It's a pretty dispassionate algorithm. Now, certain biases can be built in. I remember an example of one big company made a like a resume filtering artificial intelligence tool, and it actually was biased towards men because it was pre-programmed with things that were more likely to be, you know, like, oh, look for these certain things, and they those happen to be more likely to happen on resumes of men or something like that. Mm. Um so that's that's but that's more of a matter of feeding it bad data. Like there's nobody at Facebook or Google that has the like conservative versus liberal dial and they're tweaking no. it. It doesn't make any sense. No. Especially when you understand like the way Google links work. It's all about how stuff's linked together. So it's literally trying to figure out if you go search, you know, Pizzagate or Infowars or all these other crazy things, you're going to go get crazy stuff because it says those you want the crazy. The only thing I remember you saying, though, is like some of these things, these news articles and such are like links for like they're they're clickbaity things, too. Right. So like the money, money is. Oh, yeah. There's no. But that's that's part. If there's a bias in Google, it's not so much the bias as it might actually be a fatal flaw is that your search rank is based very nice. Your search rank. <laughs> That's very nice That's of you. Very nice. All right, go help her set it up. The the search rank is based on how things, how many things are linking to it. Yeah. So, if you make a website and you link to one, make a bunch of websites of fake news and you link them to each other, and then somebody searches for something related that fake news they're gonna get lots of results i mean i think about that even like when i was doing blogging like back in the time where i was thinking about making more of a found blog or making more of a presence in my blog like anytime the, the posts that would be found are the ones that i would link like with a tag of this or that like so if you put tags and things then it's more found because it's yeah. more searchable and things so it's probably it's kind of not exactly the same thing but like like if you you know, like you could write something really good and no one's going to find it if it doesn't like have anything that's searchable. Yeah, those will play in multiple. I mean, because the tags, the tag you're saying to like, hey, blogger or whatever blogging site you use, hey, make this thing searchable when people search this particular term. And that generates more links for Google because Google might, you know, Google will see links between this term on blogger and your blog. Yeah. So it increases the connections, which Those makes are it big. Ma- go I higher. mean, but it's not a conspiracy theory. No, like, no at it's all. not at all. It's uh. it's the way somebody designed something to find the results when you type in a, a you know just a plain you know phrase search on Google. Yeah. It's before we had Google, it was actually pretty hard to search stuff on the internet. People didn't yeah. have it nearly as well, and they figured this thing out. And maybe we'll figure out something that will somehow be better than that not reinforce falsehoods i mean that might be the next step here maybe that would be probably a really interesting field to go into maybe we should um, influence well they, I mean, they're too young still they probably because tech stuff happens so quickly like within nine years like then there's be, it probably will happen within the next nine years yeah i think some stuff's happening like there's like a browser plugin where it can suggest if they think something's fake news um because one thing that's happening a lot is um, people are being, are being encouraged to like flag certain things like you can report posts on Facebook mm. um, which actually I've been trying to do more is if like, I see something that's like you know I hate Muslims or like um, you know it's an obviously fake news article I'll go report it and that in theory should be going into 
a database that's trying to predict when yeah. something is fake news. Yeah. Let's hope. Sweetheart, she's two. <laughs> she can give you a hug, maybe. She's very good at hugs. Or a high five. <laughs> this one is a gift love language one. If anybody has a gift love language girl, this one is. Or a gift love language person. Rawr, she says. She is. She, she is. All right, not too loud. Rawr. You got Rawr, too. But she, Miss Miss, Miss H over here is definitely a gift love language girl. And candy. And candy. Well, candy is like it's gifts. Yes, it is. Wait. There's something. It, that, there's a piece of She loves her mommy. We had a mommy and Helena date today. We went to the coffee shop and then we got some groceries at the... Oh my goodness. So Ziggy's. Did you see what they look like now? What they're going to do? They're apparently getting all new flooring. Like all... Like they... Did you see the whole... Like it's it's like... Did they actually do it yet? They're doing it though, but the whole back, like it goes all the way down the back and then across, like all these new refrigerator cases. Ooh. And it's like almost gonna look. Maybe they saved up enough money to do all these improvements or something like that, or maybe it's just because the neighborhood's becoming more hipster that like they have to keep up. Mm-hmm. They can't do a hole in the wall store anymore. <laughs> Which I mean, we love Ziggy's, but like, it's really interesting to see. Okay. Oh, she wanted to say hello in Japanese or good morning. Good morning. <laughs> but they, they, yeah, so they are doing some major store improvements. So it'll be oh, interesting cool. to see. Because I, I looked, walked in, I was like, whoa, bright lights and really clean cases and are they gonna sell different new, stuff with those new cases? You know, he says he's like doing, he's redoing like the whole thing. So I don't know. What they're doing. They had everything kind of moved around. No, no. So the whole back wall has, like, refrigerated cases, and then the whole other wall has refrigerated cases. But, I, I mean, I like them because their principles of a lot of things are, I mean, they're a Serbian import store slash produce market of local produce. So it's kind of a funny mix mm-hmm. of things. But they work really well, I think, for our neighborhood. Is that open? Open? No. I don't think they're open, sweetheart. I think it's just a box. Need a box? Need yeah, it's a just box? a box. Need a box? I don't know. I think it's a sink. It's a sink. Yeah, that's just a that's Peppa Pig a kitchen a thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not, doesn't open. I all the Peppa You should show her how to do it. You should go show her. She doesn't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, so I was excited to see that. Cool. Because I feel like it's giving him, like, a, I think the, the owner a little bit of a oomph. Yeah. Which he needed. 
like himself in his disposition. I think it's a very, I mean, he's a very nice guy, but he just is a pragmatist or something, maybe. Not an optimist, for sure. <laughs> so. It is nice to see stuff happen. It is nice to see things happen that are good in the neighborhood, so. And it's important to know if you're in a neighborhood in the city, and just because nice things are moving in does not mean you're gentrifying. <laughs> no. I was reading another article about this, and they were saying that the word has ceased to contain any meaning because they were... Okay. People in Beverly okay. Hills were talking about being gentrified because uber rich people were being displaced by uber uber rich people. Huh. Supposedly. I mean, prices in houses have gone up, but there's still prices. I mean, still a house over there, you could still get at a decent rate. Right, right. So like, well, and it's. So it's, I think in some ways, the house, I mean, the houses were way more before, and when, when it was way more, there was nothing in the neighborhood. Right, yeah. There was like, I mean, the houses were more than they were selling right now. You can open them. Get some scissors, yes. Just don't get one to Stella. She just eats the eyes off of them. <laughs> Those are peeps. She literally just eats the eyes off the peeps and then doesn't eat the rest of it. I mean, it is definitely a different sugar for the eyes. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so gentrification. Oh, yeah. I trying to remember where I was going with. It was saying that like some people are starting to make laws based on rates of gentrification in cities, and it's kind of a big deal because nobody can agree what it actually means. Like, some people will say like, fifty percent of the cities are gentrifying at this in this way, and then others will say, well, you actually can't include San Francisco in there because it was already gentrifying. <laughs> you can't say it's gentrifying again. Um, so is it just the opposite? So. Like, back in the day, everybody moved out to the suburbs that had money. So now is it just the opposite movement that people who have money now are moving back into the city? That's, I think, what they hinted. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Um, And obviously that you shouldn't use the word for cities that have plenty of room for them to move in. Like Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland's not gentrified. Every third house is, like empty or I mean I don't know if this is much in this area well actually there's still a decent amount of empty houses in this area I would say like there's there's a lot of I mean there's still a lot of abandoned areas for sure that could use some love and I think like honestly like a lot of it is still programming and such that is not for I mean, there there are definitely things you can do where you can spend all your money, but a lot of these resources are things that are not super expensive places to do to go and to do. And, and then, and maybe like the people got upset when what is it? Then when the cheese shop went in, they were upset because they're like, you couldn't buy cheese at the rate that you could buy it at the grocery store. Oh yeah, it was a specialty cheese it's shop. Specialty it was like for people who like eat cheese for dessert. Yeah, like, it's like a dessert cheese shop or like a one, you know, go there for a special occasion thing. Yeah. Or, you know, like just people who are very cheese connoisseurs and they just love that. And I don't know. So they sell these local, you know, shop made cheeses and they're very good, but you can't get them in huge amounts because it's, it's in some ways it, it actually 
kind of maybe points out that we rely on bulk or quantity of food versus quality, maybe, or, like, we just eat way too much compared to, like, everybody else in society, or not in society, but in the world. Like, we're just, like, overeaters in general. So we think that, like, we have to get this huge amount of cheese and then we can, if it's cheap, we can eat a lot. Yeah. Well, it reminds us there's different things you can, there's, in just about anything, there's, like, a fancy version of that that you can try out. Like, people wouldn't, people don't balk at, you know, paying $13 for a cheap beer at the ballpark, but then when you show them cheese that costs more than a buck ninety nine a block... Yeah. Like, oh, that's cheese. Cheese is just stuff I shred to make my food a little more fatty or something like that. No, no, it's not. It's something that has taste. No. So, yeah, basically they're no complaining about the store being something it's not. Or not being not being something that it's not. That, yeah, they, they, they maybe just had a different perception of what it was. Instead of being grateful that they're improving our economy and driving yeah. more people to shop around. I don't know, baby. No Peppa Pig. You, oh, no pink. You want you want to eat the eyes off of a peep? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't feel like the eyes taste like anything. Why does she do that? I have no idea, but that's really all she does with the peeps. Like she'll they oh I eat that. Maybe she'll lick a little bit of sugar off. That's all she does with them, and she just wants more and more and more sugar. She's a sugar baby. Why she just get her a spoonful of sugar? She'd be happy with that. Actually, if you give her. Peanut butter. She likes peanut butter, too. Maybe Ooh. you can give her some peanut butter. That's probably better for her. Since she's already allergic to peanut butter. You want peanut butter. You want peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> Have peanut butter. Yeah, I know. You like peanut butter. All right. Well, I'm gonna let, since we have everybody climbing on us, yeah. I think we should head, say goodbye. Bye. 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 See you next time.